Good morning, everyone. Good morning. <clears throat> I can say it's good to be alive. Hallelujah. John's word about you're coming into a season of new life. I go, check, already done that. <laughs> that one's done. What's the next one? Oh, it's so good to be here this morning. And just for the benefit of those who are guests this morning or it's as close as it can go. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to put it in my mouth if I do that. <laughs> for, for those who are guests or you, maybe you weren't here last week, um, last weekend on the, uh, the 12th, just I was doing my normal thing, went to the gym, worked out for 40 minutes, great workout, stopped at the store, started heading to church to work with my daughter Erin and uh, started not feeling too well, made it to church, it got worse and worse and ended up calling my wife and saying, I don't feel good. Well, the bottom line was I had a heart attack last Saturday and just a whirlwind of events. It was, I, I can admit, both scary, but both, you know, you, you, you're in a situation. Now, mind you, my most serious health situation was an ingrown toenail. I'm serious. You think, you know, I had it removed, you know, surgically, but that was in my life in 58 years. Never stayed overnight in a hospital and never had anything more serious than that. So this was something new for me. So practically, a little scary. You know, I'm not afraid, I, I can admit it and say I'm not afraid to die, but I'm afraid to go through the physical death part of it. Come on, who can admit that and say they really don't want to go through that side of it? That was me. That's not me anymore. I've been, went through a whole lot. And uh, so, so I'm here at church and I'm trying not to do all the details because I don't like hearing myself that long anyways. So, so I'm downstairs and, and I call Sharon until I don't feel good and she's just talking me through it and finally called 911. And what's so amazing is how quickly everything happened. Because the ultimate is I ended up not, not only having a heart attack but two major blockages, one of them in what they call the widowmaker, one of the arteries. So time is of the essence when, you know, to get response. So from the time I called Shard to the time she got here with the ambulance, it was probably less than 15 minutes. You know, there was just so much was happening all at once. You know, they got me to the hospital, got me settled in emergency, uh, got a little hairy at that point. You know, the heart decided to take maybe a 30-second break or whatever, and they revived me and got me going, rushed me right from there up to the next place, and, you know, everything. It's just like you could just see the hand of God moving wow. time after time after time because with that one major artery, the longer it goes, the worse it is the worse your chance of survival. So it was, it was just one of those seeing, man, you know, and it was happening so fast. And I remember somebody saying to me, well, when you were here, because I was downstairs at church when it happened, she was, they said, why did you call your wife? I said, that's the first person I thought to call. You know, why didn't you call 911? I thought, oh, we've been married 31 years. It's my soulmate. I'm like, who else would I call? You know, it's, it's like, I'm downstairs in a room, people are in the building, nobody knows I'm here, and I'm laying on the floor going, is this it? You know, you're, 
you know, all these things race through your head. You're praying, and you know, is this it? And it's like, no, this can't be it. It's like, wait a minute. Oh, got enough life insurance, so I think Char would be covered. If, if that's the case, then you go back to, no, this, this can't be it. So, so back to the hospital. It just was one thing after another. We knew prayer was happening because it started because people in church here already knew some people. So everything just progressed so fast. They had me up in the cath lab putting in the first stent within, I don't even know what length of time it was. It was just like, boom, 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 done. And, it's, and then back in the room in ICU going, okay, that was, you know, that wasn't so bad. And, uh, and God, just every step of the way. You know, I, I have no idea what, what Shar was doing. You know, I'm now hearing all these stories of what went on behind the scenes. You know, I'm just laying on a table letting them do what they have to do. And uh, there's, I could testify to so many things that God did Every nurse that we that I had, I had one-on-one nurse in ICU because of the equipment that I had hooked up to me. Every nurse was a born-again believer. We had some great conversations. We had some awesome times. I'm talking about missions work with one nurse. You know, it was just so much fun. But another amazing thing is, most of you who know me know what I have lower back challenges, and for me to lay flat on my back for any length of time is it's bad. I had to lay for 58 straight hours on my back. And I know Shar put that their prayer request out there and, and I survived it. But the first time I stood up, it was gone. There was nothing, absolutely nothing. My back was like, wow, this is so amazing. So God was just so totally amazing. And, you know, there's just so many other things. The prayers, just thank you so much for your prayers because we could feel them. I'm going to let Shar fill in the blanks because I know I missed a lot, but such is life. I'm still, you know, recovering. I mean, I feel really good, but it's, I know I got a ways to go. I'm off work for another couple of weeks, which I'm going to go crazy. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like, well, you can't work. So it's like, so I'm going to give it to Shar. So there's so many things that I could say. So I'll try to highlight the highlights, uh, but they're all highlights. Um, we started, so Saturday, so as this was progressing, I was in the ambulance, and um, I have a, a visual that maybe you guys can relate to. My mom, who's with the Lord now, had a little crazy, funny thing on her refrigerator. It was a magnet, and it was a, it was a man. It was a little animated guy with big feet, and there was a fish on top of his head like the fish had eaten his head, and it said, relax, God is in charge. And so that, you know, that's kind of crazy. And it was just really funny visual, but that's kind of what what I lived from my perspective. Of course, my perspective is a lot different than Mark's, but that that's what I lived. And we'll just push the pause button for one second right there because you guys know me. I have to be really, really clear. You guys know when I'm, if I get the microphone, it's going to be really clear and correct. Represent God properly. God doesn't control he just doesn't control us. He's not a controlling God, but he's very, very present. He's ever, ever, ever present, right. ever helping, ever with us. Yes. So, okay, pause button back to, back to testimony. So that was, this was probably the time when I most could look at that crazy thing and say it's not just a joke. It's not just a funny visual, but it's really true. So we drove, so I drove in the ambulance, and the whole time I, I rode in the ambulance, I didn't drive, obviously, um, all the time, it was kind of, I kind of felt like I was in a little bit of a fog, 
And so when we got there, when we got to the hospital, time went really fast. I'm, I'm thinking that was like maybe 12 to 15 minutes, and within less than one hour from his phone call, I'm, I'm pretty sure we were in that cath lab and they were putting the first stent in. So less than an hour from the time he was on the floor and called me here. So paramedics were amazing. Timing was perfect. Every single person, every staff, every person at Unity, every person who was involved did their job to the utmost of excellence and perfection to the place where we would say, I'm speechless, that it was orchestrated perfectly by God, and these people are just amazing. So we get to the, the hospital, and they're very, very clear with me. You are going that way, and we are going this way. And that's be probably because spouses freak out and they wanted me as far away. They didn't want me there when everything picked up and they went and there was 10 people in the room and they had the paddles and they had the apparatus and they had you know, nurses and doctors and doctors and nurses and techs and every different color uniform and they were all in there in the same room and they don't want the spouse there. And I can honestly say that with God's grace and God was so with me that freaking out wasn't even under the radar at all. I was so calm, so incredibly God calm. And so the day, the day progressed, the time, timing, everything that Mark doesn't know about, the timing was perfect. The, the t um, no time was wasted on the stretcher, into the place, from the one place to the other place, x-ray in the hallway, into the cath lab, got that done. In perfect timing, all taken care of. And so the day is a whirlwind, and we're, we're, we've got people, family, Mark's family, everyone is there. Our kids were rock stars. All three of our kids were, were my little rock stars, going through something themselves and being strong for me at the same time. And um, me sending out prayer requests with Erin, and honestly, sweetheart, I wasn't even at that moment thinking she's, she's dealing with it herself. But she was a rock star, and she got all those prayer requests out. Mary Beth was really, really strong, really strong. Got to the hospital. What do we need to do? You hold the baby. I'll go get food. You guys need to eat. She was amazing. Our son was amazing. Stayed with me, cried with me, held me, kissed me on my face. It was beautiful. So the evening comes and everyone leaves, and I'm in the room, and I stop and have a little mini meltdown. So I'm by myself now. My son left. He was the last one that evening to go. So it's still Saturday night left and so I'm by myself and it hits a little bit so I'm sitting crying and one of these little angels that God gave us these nurses who are just angels is in the room and she comes over and sits next to me and she says to me I know this is a lot but if it's any consolation let me explain to you what actually happened and how it usually goes and how it went this time up until then, I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know which arteries. I didn't know how major. I didn't know the um, heart had stopped. I didn't know any of that. They didn't tell me. She, she told me all of the stuff that usually happens, and she said that particular artery, when that one is blocked 100%, people usually don't survive that. She told me that of all the patients that she has ever taken care of, Mark was by far in the best condition afterwards, meaning what he was not attached to. Right? 
that normally, yeah. I don't know the names of all the stuff, but you guys do. Normally, the tubes and the ventilators and all the stuff. She, he didn't have any of that. He had, he had fluids, potassium, and oxygen at that point, where normally, she said, there would be, they would not be responsive right away. When they, um, what do you call it, paddled him, he was immediately alert. So she read the whole thing and told me how that every single piece of it beat the odds, far beat the odds, far exceeded the odds. That when they use the paddle, people don't come back right away every time. He came back and he was talking immediately. So, of course, the joke was he immediately came back and said, what's the score of the hockey game? (laughs) So she said, this just does not happen. Um, there was, seems like there was one more piece to that, but I forgot what it was. So she couldn't say enough about what it usually looks like and what it looked like this time. That was a huge blessing. And so all of your prayers, thank you so much. I feel like people were instantly reached and reachable. You, reachable, you guys were there and ready and praying, and we knew it. We felt it. And the back part was miraculous. Miraculous! I have seen him, and I even said, as I was putting the prayer request out, as I was talking to the nurses to ask them to move him, or as soon as it would get uncomfortable, can we do something about that? Because I have seen him be stiff and uncomfortable after having a, an issue with his back or laying on, on his back. And so the thought of 58 hours, it's just, it is unheard of for him to be able to lay on his back that long and stand up without pain. And so every time I talk to anybody, I just put that out. Pray for his back, pray for his back, pray for his back. And then at that moment when he stood up, it was like that was just the, like another God, just a kiss on the face, just a huge hug from God and a huge kiss on the face. Like, guys, I love you so much, and I'm going to take care of every last detail. Yeah. Yeah.